Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of the Preview Podcast. This is Mitch Lewis from Form Guy Breakdowns back to roll you through another meeting. So this weekend we're on the Morfittville course proper for Saturday the 2nd of September. So this is the first meeting of the spring. So we start to see some of the better horses roll out this time of year and potentially even roll over to Victoria. So as always, we'll roll through races one to nine quickly, do a summary of quaddy and best bets, and then go from there. So starting with the conditions, um, the track's currently rated at a soft five. I'd expect it probably remains around there. Um, The conditions aren't overly sunny enough to make me think it's going to dry up and there's not a heap of rain around. So aiming at the soft five, The rail is interesting. The rail is in the plus nine position from the 1,200 metres to the winning post and then five metres of the remainder. Um, Given it's the course proper, I don't think it affects it too much, but it's some ground that we wouldn't have really been on for a little while. Like the last few meetings, I'm probably expecting runners to want to peel a few lanes off coming into the straight. Okay, race one. Uh, This is a three-year-old BM64 over the 1,200 metres. I'm not super keen to bet into this race, but on top, I've put number one, Air Assault, for Andrew Lewis. Um, He finished his last prep winning at Group 3 level, and that first prep of his was in much stronger competition than what this one is today. Uh, Kicking off into BM64, I think it looks pretty suitable for the class I think he's got. He's got to carry some extra weight, but it's only over a short trip, and like I said, he's probably got enough extra class that I think it might see him shine through here at some pretty good odds. Number three, Huggle Time next pick. So Huggle Time was met with strong market support when he won on debut at Murray Bridge. They're backing him again in this race, so it's just one to keep an eye on. If they continue to pile into him, you can imagine that he's probably got a very good setup. And then number two, S. Ecutor. Broke through to win his maiden last start at Murray Bridge. There's been some winning form come out of that maiden with Everly since going on to win last weekend, so the form out of that maiden could potentially stack up here. Race two, this is a maiden over the 1,050 metres. Again, not super keen to be playing into it. We've got a few bets later on, so just hold your tickets for now. But number seven, Episodic, goes on top for the Clark and O'Shea stable. So Episodic is an ex-Chris Waller runner, uh, making his debut for the new stable here today. Well-bred, and I'd imagine pretty well-educated. Showed reasonable talent so far in her career. She's had four starts, placed in three of them. And she had two trials a little while ago here in SA where she looked talented enough. So I'm expecting her to win a race somewhere along the line. This is an overly strong maiden, so I think she can kick off well here. Number 11, Sir Panama goes in next. He's competed in some stronger maidens through his first prep and run on pretty good. So if he can improve on that, he'll give this a shake at odds. He's just got a little bit of an ugly barrier to contest with, which is why you're getting some value. And then Bulls on Parade, for me, looks the best of the debutants. Some pretty good trials, and he's had a little bit of market support, which has been encouraging in the last few meetings with these Michael Hickmont runners. They've seemed to be getting supported and saluting. So he goes in as the third pick. Race three, this is a 1,600-meter BM82. This is the first race that I'm probably keen to have a little bet in. I want to be with number three, Hop on Harry for Andrew Lewis again, but each way. So this is the each way pick of the day. So we haven't seen a lot from Hop on Harry in his first two runs this prep. 
but that's not uncommon for him. He doesn't usually go too well first or second up. He gets out to the 1,600 metres today, which is a much suitable trip. And third up, he's had three third up runs, one, two of those, and second in the other. So he's at that time where he's going to start to peak in his prep, and I think this is a good little race for him. From barrier three, he can probably be prominent enough to give it a shake at a decent odds. I think the main danger is probably the favourite, the Victorian visitor, he's our Bonneval. This is probably slightly easier than the last few races he's been contesting in, so look out for him, and you've always got to respect the stable when they bring him across here. And Exalted Fire closes out the picks for this race. He's won three of his last four. He's won four over this 1,600-metre trip, so you'd expect him to be around the mark again. Race four now. This is a 1,800-metre BM70, so... Gone with number one, Silent Don on top for Will Clark and Nicky O'Shea. Um, look, he's just been going really well. He's won three of his last five. One of them was over this same track and trip. He's got a very similar setup to the last race that he won up in grade. So he's coming back down in grade today. Slightly easier race. He does have to carry a bigger weight, but he does get a little bit of relief thanks to Ben Price's claim. Um, he went really well up in grade last week winning. I'm expecting him to run another good race here. Number four, Deal Blaster goes in in my next pick. Probably going to appreciate going up to the 1,800 metres now. He's got a bit of extra fitness. His last start run on the parks track, you can probably forgive. He didn't really have much luck from the wide draw, so I'm expecting to see him improve a little bit today. And then Exalted Ruth, consistent as always, particularly around these staying sort of trips. I think she'll be around the mark from barrier four with a manageable weight, and I'm expecting her to run a bit of a race now. She's had a freshen up. All right, so race five now. Uh, we're going to be with number nine, Bugnish, best bet of the day. So Bugnish has had two really good runs in her last couple. She's gone significantly up in grade, and this is going to be much easier than those last two runs. So two starts back, she was third in the listed Lightning, and then she ran fifth behind See You in Heaven in the Group 3 Behemoth Stakes. Back down to benchmark grade today, I think she's much better suited. If she can hold her form from those black type races, you'd think she can run a number that's good enough to be able to win this. Uh, my next pick, I've gone with number three, Miso. So Miso resumes here today. He's got a super record first up. Two first up runs, won both of them. He maps to get a really good run from barrier three. I think... It's a slightly harder race than anything he's ever really seen, so that's the question mark. But if he does get given the lead too softly, he could potentially run away with the race and be pretty hard to catch. Uh, and then to close out the picks, number four, Party Princess. So I'll probably confidently say I think Party Princess is probably the best horse in this race. She resumes today, and I think she's a horse to follow going forwards. I'm just not sure first up over the 1,200-meter trip from a wide barrier is the ideal setup for her. So look for her second and third up when she gets out over the 1,400 or the 1,600 metres, but do put a little bit of respect on her because I think she's a handy type. Race six now, so interesting little setup this race. I'm going to be with number one, Similian, and I think you can have a little bet on Similian. So to me, it's very interesting to see the Hawks team bring a runner over to South Australia at this time of year. And I think it actually looks a really nice race for him to see where he's at. So he's a clearly talented horse. He was listed in Group 3 winner as a two-year-old before he just lost his way a little bit. Now, he's had the old gelding operation since then. So you would imagine that get, losing his two best friends might have just helped him sharpen up slightly. He's had two nice trials since that operation at Flemington. He was second in both of them. 
and he maps to get a really good run here from barrier two up on the speed. I think if you can see, if he finds his best form now that he's had the gelding operation, you'd think he'd be too good for this BM86 field in South Australia. You just sort of got to bank on him being at his best, and I think the best indicator you'll probably get of that is how he looks in the mounting yard. Um, number four, Sweeten is my next pick. Sweeten's put in two good runs for the stable since she's joined the Clarken team. Um, she gets in really well here at the weights. She's probably just going to need a little bit of luck from barrier four, as you know she'll get back and be finishing strong. It's just if she gets shuffled too far back on the rails is the concern for me. And same story for the third pick, Rich Gina. So Rich Gina is another backmarker who's got a powerful finish. Um, she actually goes really well over this trip. She's had three starts over the 1,050 and won all three of them. And two of those have been on this exact track. So if the gaps open up late, one of them could produce a finish. But you're taking a little bit of a risk that they need to find some luck. Moving on to race seven now. This is a zero to 68 rated race over the 1,050 metres. I've put number eight, 16 reasons on top. Look, I don't think it's an overly strong race and 16 reasons has probably found her career best form since she won her maiden at Gawler three starts ago. She ran a couple big races since then, um, placed in the Lightning Stakes and then only going down by a short margin last start when she missed the kick. So I think she can improve. Like I said, it's not an overly strong race and if she runs up to particularly that Lightning Stakes run, she should go pretty close in this. Uh, number four, Jar Zeb's the next pick. He can be very hit and miss, but on his day, he's handy. He's only ever won two races, but those two wins both come when he was third up into a prep, and we find him here today. Uh, from barrier one, three kilos off his back, bring him down to 55 and a half. I think he can go close if he's switched on, so depends on what Jar Zeb we see today. And then number three, Seville's going to finish our picks for this race been in good form in his last few he could potentially be set up by the hot tempo that i'm expecting in this race because he will be back probably last and doing his best work late moving on to race eight this is a 1500 meter bm64 we're going to be with number seven more sugar for one more time this prep so we've been with her and her last two She's gotten too far back in the run and flashed home impressively in both runs. So she's a super talented horse, I think. She's just been leaving herself a little bit too much work to do late in races. So I'm hoping she can be a little bit more handy today. I think she'll appreciate getting here onto the main Morpheville track. And I'm giving her one more chance. So fingers crossed that we our patience holds through. Uh, number nine, Dancing Stream is my next pick. I actually thought Dancing Stream was pretty good in her last start when she went across to Sandown, of all places, uh, for a midweek race, and she managed to hold on to third there in what I reckon is probably a stronger race than this one she finds herself in today. Um, she's just another horse that likes to get a little bit too far back sometimes and tries to make her own luck a little bit too late. So I think she'll run a big race, particularly going off that last start. Um you just need to hold your breath late in the run. And then to close out the picks, number two, Texan Windstorm. So those two fancier runners are going to get back. Texan Windstorm's one that I think might be able to steal the race at some odds because he's probably he maps to go forwards and there's not a lot of tempo in the race, obviously. So if they give it up to him, he could potentially run away with it. And lucky last race of the day, race nine. We're going to be with number three, Aruga Mama for Andrew Lewis again. 
Aruga Mama resumes here today. She is a first up winner into her prep, so you know she can run a good race fresh. She was contesting stronger races at the end of her prep during the SA Group 1 Carnival, so this looks like a handy kickoff point for her and a BM64. She maps nicely out of Barrier 1. I think she'll go forwards. She'll probably improve deeper into her prep, but I think she needs to be respected given she's going to get a soft run up the front. Uh, number 1, Ice Symphony is my second pick. I'd be pretty keen to be with him if he wasn't drawn out in the car park from barrier 14. So potentially he's going to get stuck out wide, and I think that's the risk. Uh, He's been racing in tougher races, and he's dropping in grade today, but I do worry how ugly it might get from out that wide barrier. Even though they're coming out of the shoot start, I think there's a bit of speed underneath him. Uh, And then number nine, Gilladora is going to close out the picks for this race. Gilladora is a last start winner. Defeated the handy 16 reasons that we've tipped a couple races back. So the form might be franked earlier in the day. She can definitely run a race, but another one who's just drawn a little bit sticky and will probably need some luck. So that was races 1 through to 9. I'll do a little summary starting off with the quaddy. So race 6, leg number 1. We're going to throw in numbers 1, Similian. Number two, keep reading. Number three, Rich Gina. And number four, Sweetened. Moving on to leg two, race number seven. We're going to be with number three, Seville. Number four, Jarzeb. Number five, Lonradex. Number six, Midnight Rush. And number eight, 16 Reasons. Leg number three, we're going to be with two, Texan Windstorm. Three, Headphones. Seven, more sugar, and nine, dancing stream. And then last leg, to bring us home, we're going to go number one, Ice Symphony, number three, Arugamama, and number nine, Gilladora. So $240 will get you 100% of that quaddy. We'll do best bets for Morfittville to kick us off. So as you can probably tell, as I was going through one to nine, I'm not super confident for the whole day. I'd probably say I'm at a medium confidence level. So I've got three best bets. Uh, Race three, number three, Hop on Harry. That's our each way play of the day. Race five, number nine, Bugnish. That'll be the best bet of the day. And race six, number one, Similian. I think he's probably over the odds if he produces his best. We'll just flick across the border to Caulfield. Obviously a big day there at Caulfield. Uh, Group one racing is back to kick off spring. Uh, three best bets at Caulfield as well. We've got race three, number two, Bellet Rich. Uh, race eight, number six, Asphora. And in the Memsey, we're going to go race nine, number 14, Anavisto. That'll be our each way play of the day there. And that's it for this weekend. So thank you again for listening. Good luck if you're having a punt this weekend. And if you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly. And remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having troubles, call the Gambling Helpline on 1800 858 858 or you can look them up online at gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks again for listening and good luck.